0: This is what I believe God is calling this generation to. This is what I believe the call he's trying to revive in this generation is he's calling each and every single one of you to be culture kings. Tap your neighbor and say, are you a culture king? Amen. All right. So Here. In this story we read before earlier, Jesus encountered a broken woman who was listening to the voice of culture, who thought it would fulfill her, but in the end it hurt her and humiliated her, okay? She ended up in the ground and she ended up in the dust. Then she met Jesus who transformed her life radically because, here's why, Jesus stood for her. If you're taking notes, this is my first point. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. There is a psalm. It might be on the screen. Hopefully it will come up. And it says this. I hate the double-minded, but I love your law. In another translation, in the Passion Translation, it says, I despise those who can't keep commitments, for I passionately love your revelation light. You see... Double-minded people, they don't know what they love. They're switching, uh, switching. whoa, that just came out. That wasn't me. Lord, forgive me right now, all right? His grace is sufficient. Hey, come on. Hey, so we're switching (laughs) from, it's getting rowdy in this place, from left to right, from what they love and what they hate, right? They don't know what they love and they don't know what they hate. This is exactly what culture is. It is divided. Now, if I wanted to give you a, uh, a representation of this, this is what it kind of looks like. Someone who lives in culture. Now, this is probably the dumbest thing they are ever gonna do. Someone's probably gonna get hit, but don't worry. I'm an unqualified doctor. All right. Someone who lives in culture, either sticks to the left because they don't know what's happening, or they go to the right. And they'll, they'll keep switching from left to right. Now it's divided. Someone who lives in culture, it's unstable, right? Have you ever lived in an unstable place? It looks a little bit like this. All right. Whoa, you almost got taken out. But that's what it kind of looks like. It is ridiculous. Would you like to live there? I wouldn't like to live there. That is the most unstable thing ever. So I know something that I hate. I don't like to live in culture because it's unstable. So that's the first thing I know. But I also know what I love. And it's this. You see, I found out about someone who loves me. You, I, I don't understand why some people would love someone, sorry, who would not love someone even though they love them like that doesn't make sense to me if someone loves you shouldn't you love them back right does that make sense like and i'm not talking like the sexy type of love you know i know some of you here like my pastor told me to date you no don't (laughs) don't get in that in your in your mind right now okay that's not what i'm meaning i'm talking about a love that fulfills i'm talking about a love that brings peace i'm talking about a love that brings joy i'm talking about a lie that sustains This love is available, and I found out about someone who has it, and his name is Jesus. Come on. You see, regardless of what this woman did, she was always loved by Jesus. See, if it's your first time to one of these youth events, and it's the first time hearing about this wonderful creator, this wonderful God that we have, can I tell you right now that he loves you right now for who you are right now. Like nothing can change that love. Nothing that what you would do from now or nothing that you have done will ever change that the love that he has for you. You see, my Bible tells me that nothing can separate you from his love. Neither death, nor life, neither angels, nor demons, our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate you from God's love. No power in the sky or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation can ever separate you from the love of God that is revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord. Can I get an amen? for that come on nothing can ever separate you from his love if you're feeling unloved in this place i'm here to tell you there is a god you see the creator of the universe the king of kings the lord of laws the one who created absolutely everything loves you in fact his first love was you He is madly in love with you. The same way he's madly in love with that woman, the same way he's madly in love with me, I'm gonna be madly in love with him. So if I'm madly in love with him, then I know where my loyalties are. If I know where my loyalties are, then I know where I'm standing for. If I know what I'm standing for, then I know what I'm not falling for. Do you understand what I'm saying right now? If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Point number two, write this down. You matter more than you think. You matter more than you think. All right. Jesus is the culture king. Okay? His name has power and authority. And everywhere he stepped, it disrupted the flow of culture. Okay? You see, he came from a kingdom, and he brought that culture with him. Everywhere Jesus is, heaven is also. Come on now. You understand what I'm saying here? So Jesus has this love for you. He has this love for broken people. And everyone that encountered him left his presence healed, transformed, and restored. Okay. Okay. Let me get back to my notes because I can go anywhere with this. Like I said, I've been six days in the presence of the Lord. It can lead me anywhere. All right. I need to stay to my notes. So where am I? They couldn't help. People couldn't help but follow him people couldn't help but believe in him people couldn't help but encounter him and this led to them spreading his goodness okay and he loved broken people so much he loved you and i so much that eventually he died for us he died this is the king of kings lord of lords you know the the god that we talked about before it's the same god he died for you and you see if i believe in a king you see, because I know what I stand for. I stand for a God. And if he is the God that I'm talking about, then if he died, he can make the impossible possible. Nothing else should matter. He can make the unbelievable believable. Nothing else should matter. If he is God, nothing else should matter. That's how simple your faith should be right now. Can I say that right now? of you, you make faith so complicated. But if he's God, he's God. He's got you. You've got nothing to worry about. That's the end of the story. Let's go. All right? So... He died and then he rose from the dead three days later. And this is what he said, because he couldn't stay at earth. He had to go back in heaven. He's coming back later. We're all gonna celebrate when he does come back. But this is what he said before he left. He said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. You are the city on the hill that should not be hidden. Whoever believes in me will do greater than I. Can I say to you, Jesus didn't die to save you from the world. He died to save you for the world. You see, God's solution for the brokenness in our world is you. You are God's solution. He's calling a generation out of hiding to be the impact in your schools, to be the impact in your family, to be the impact in the city. You need to realize that in your heart that that you are culture kings. He He said, you are the light of the world. You are the city on the hill. That is not to be hidden. He didn't say you, the preachers are the light of the world. The pastors are the salt of the earth. He said, you are. So my question is to you today is that you are, are you? I think you are. He said it. Good. I'm glad we did that. Let's go on. All right. So God specializes in using broken people. I need you to understand this. Because a lot of you are like, well, you see, I'm not perfect. Neither am I. You see, I'm not perfect, but I'm progressing. I'm failing forward. There's a lot of things that I don't do correct. There's a lot of things I don't do right. But you know what? God specializes in broken people, and he still uses them to change the culture around them. In fact, the Bible was filled with them. Can I talk about a couple of them with you? Can we put that up on the screen right now? You see, Abraham was old, Elijah was suicidal, Joseph was abused, Job went bankrupt, Moses had a speech problem, kind of like me, Gideon, Gideon sorry, was afraid, Rahab was a prostitute, so the Samaritan woman was divorced, Leah was ugly, Jacob was a liar, David had an affair and was a murderer, Jonah ran away from God, Isaiah preached naked, Peter denied Christ three times, My to worry about everything. Zacchaeus was small and money hungry. Paul murdered Christian. Lazarus was dead and God still used him. Come on. He specializes in broken people and he wants to use you today. Can I show you how easy it is to be a culture king? Let me show you how easy it is. The first thing To be a culture king is you don't invite people into your culture. You take your culture everywhere you go. Okay? So, what's your name, son? Ethan, stand up. What's your name? Ethan. Hey, Ethan, follow me. Every time Jesus asked his disciples something, the first thing he said when he called them was, follow me. In fact, another way of saying that is, let me show you how to live. Let me show you what's true. Let me show you what's really important in life. And then after they did life together, hey, Ethan, do you believe? Yes. Give it up for Ethan. (laughs) Wait, wait, Ethan, Ethan, I'm not done with you, Ethan. Because Jesus is not done with you. He's just like, I believe. And a lot of us just sit there like, yeah, I believe. Yeah, sweet. (laughs) He's not done. There's actually another step. He He then says, now go and make disciples. Now what you have to do now, Ethan, is find anyone in the crowd and say, follow me. Do you believe? Go. You do that, I'm gonna go over here. Hi, what's your name? Stand up. Follow me, do you believe? Yes. Go. Hey, what's your name? Jordan, stand up. Follow me, do you believe? Go, off you go. Hey, what's your name? Jade. Hey, follow me, do you believe? Go. Woo, I'm getting a workout. Hey, what's your name, son? Stand up, stand up, I need to know who you are. Uh, Jaquan. Jaquan, that's a name and a half. Hey, follow me, do you believe, go. What's your name? Laura, hey, follow me, do you believe, go. Yeah. Awesome, pause for a second. That took 20 seconds and watch this exponential growth grow. Some of us make Christianity so hard but really, all it is, is inviting people into your life. Come on. Can you give it up to these people? You may take your seats. You may take your seats. You may take your seats. I mean, if we don't stop, we're all going to go. On. We're going to keep on going out. We're going to go to Bunnings. We're going to go out there. We're going to save the whole world. Come on at this rate. Amen. <laughs> hey, Amen. Oh, gosh, I don't have any time. i got to go. Let's go. We've got to run through. Th- last point, no challenge, no change. I'm going to skip through half of this. Listen, listen, Jesus was challenged. The crowd came to him, and they looked bigger than he was. There were so many of them that he, he didn't feel small, but a lot of the time, what the enemy does is if he can't take your salvation, right? If, he, if you know what you stand for, hello, and, he can, and you won't move, The enemy can't take your salvation he'll try to make your life small okay he'll try to make your life look small and here's the problem we have too many christians too many culture kings sitting on the sidelines watching culture go by sitting comfortably with their faith and the enemy the devil is just like yes sit there don't do anything follow me what's your name do you believe yes and then we forget the last step and the devil's like just be a Christian in these four walls. Don't go out and take the culture with you. Stay here because it's not going to take ground for me. If you're not taking ground for me, so why should I even bother from you? Okay? So, how can you know what your capacity is if you never challenge it? How can you know what you're capable with? Oh, I have plenty of time. Thank the Lord. He is good. Okay? I can rock I can just slow down for a second. Woo! How do you know what you're capable of if you don't know what you're comfortable with. Okay? A lot of you have convinced yourself that you can't do it when really you won't do it. And you, see, you say, I you want, you you want to be the change, but your heart's saying, but we're not the challenge. I don't want the challenge with it. I want to be the change, but with no challenge. Can I say something to you? No change, no challenge. That's just as simple as it is. And where you would say, I could if I would. This is where faith comes in and says, Sorry, I was wrong. If you would say, I would if I could, faith comes in and says, I could if you would. I could if you would. I could if you would. If you just would, I could. Like that's just as simple as it is. And we're out here praying to God, oh, save our cities, save our friends, save our schools. Yay. Well, guess what? Guess what, he's actually already answered that prayer because he's given you the courage to save it yourself. He's waiting for you to make the move. Come on. All right, all right, all right, all right. To live up to the calling of your life, you need to lay down what's stalling your life. Ask yourself a question tonight, young person. What is stalling your life? What is it? And, and for some of you, you know, it, it looks a bit like, you know, the fear of the unknown. I, I don't know what's going to happen if I do step out. Well, that's where faith comes in, brother. That's where you have to say, hey, I could if I would. That's where wishful thinking is replaced by faithful thinking. Come on. And this is, maybe it's that addiction that has been, you've been struggling with for years. And you've been trying to fight this thing. But it keeps coming back. You know what? My Bible tells me that his grace is sufficient for you. Maybe maybe it's that identity. Your identity is based from within the crowd. And you've become everything else but yourself. And you feel lost on the inside. And you feel absolutely torn. Worship team, you can join me, by the way. You feel absolutely torn. Your soul crushed. Your spirit it's gone. See, my Bible tells me my God can heal a crushed spirit. My God can heal a broken spirit. Maybe, maybe it's just your passion has died out. Maybe your passion has just died out and you need refilling. Can I say to you today, my Bible tells me whoever drinks from his well, whoever drinks the life-giving water, will never thirst again. Come on. We're we're coming into land right now. So the woman in the story, the woman in this story was hurt. She was confused. She was humiliated. She listened to the voice of culture and ended up being humiliated. You see... She thought culture would fulfill her. But then she met this guy called Jesus, the culture king. And she radically, her life was radically changed. And now Jesus has given that responsibility to you to be that culture king, to step out of this place and take that culture with you, Because here's the thing. If Jesus, wherever he is, heaven is also. If he is within you, heaven is with you as well. Which means the kingdom is following you wherever you go. If you step into your schools, the kingdom is going to be there. If you step into your home, the kingdom is coming with you. If you step into the city or wherever you go, the kingdom is going to be like, wait, I'm coming with you. There's no way you can escape me because I live within you. You're going to understand that the kingdom of God can be so tangible if you let it. If you let it. As we're praying for revival. And we believe here at UWS. You guys are the generation. You guys are the generation to stand up. Come on, can you all stand up right now? to teach a generation to stand for their God. When opposition comes your way, we want to teach you to stand When things seem impossible, we want to teach you that what you're standing for will never actually leave you and let you fall to the ground. We want to teach you that you have the ability to actually change and affect within your schools and within your friends group. You are culture kings. You are culture kings. You have power. You have authority. You have what it takes to set about revival and change. All right, here we go. You are the voice in the wilderness, okay? You are the voice in the wilderness, and God is calling this generation to stand. Eyes closed everywhere right now. Father, right now I'm praying for a generation to come within this land and take it by storm. Father, right now I'm praying for these people right here within their hearts, Father God. Would you confirm in them that they are culture kings. Their identity is based in culture kings father god they will rule this area and call it yours father god for you are the king of kings and the lord of laws come on there is an army rising up in here and it's going to come from here it's going to come from now Come on, you sing it. There's an army rising up. Hands everywhere. Lift your hands to heaven right now. Come on. To break every chain. To break every chain. To break every chain. Come on, you sing it again. There's an army. You sing it with all you have. Oh, there's an army. there's an army. Woo, come on. There's an army. To break every, break every chain You gotta break it! You gotta break it! Oh well, there's an army! And there's an army! Come on, come on! You sing to break every chain! To break every chain! All right, all right. Right now, eyes closed everywhere. I'm asking a question to those people who do not know Jesus tonight. You need to know that Jesus loves you. You need to know that he loves you no matter what you do. No matter what you've done. He always did love you and he always will love you. Nothing can separate you from that love. You need to know that you are called and you have an identity. You have a purpose and you have meaning. Come on. God has called you to be a culture king and is waiting for your response. And right now we're going to respond. So if you don't know who Jesus is and you would like to know him, everybody is going to champion you on right now. When I count down from three, you just got to signify to me that you want to know him. That's it. Three, don't miss this opportunity to know him. Don't miss this opportunity to live a new life with him. Two, come on, this is the greatest decision you will ever make. This is the greatest decision that many people in here have ever made. And I promise you this would be the greatest decision you will ever make. One. If you wanna live for Jesus, raise your hand up right now. Hands, I see them everywhere. Give it up for these people. Yep, yep. I see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand. Come on, give it another couple of seconds. Give it another couple of seconds. I see your hands, I see your hands, I see your hands, I see your hands. Come on. Don't rush this moment. Don't rush this moment. Amen. Amen. Alright, this is what we're gonna do. I need you guys to make some space right now. And I need you people who put up your hands to be very brave right now. We're gonna call you to the front and we're gonna pray for you. And every single person is gonna cheer your name. Yeah, people are already coming up right now. Come on, can you give it up to these people? If you know someone, come on, give it up for them. Give it up to those people. There was more, there was more. Make way for as they come through. They're coming through the sides. There was more. Come on. Come in, come in, come in. There's room for you. Keep on cheering them. Keep on cheering them. There's more people coming. There's more people coming down. Come in, come in. Right nice and close. Come in nice and close. Right over here. Right over here. Right in, right in, right in, right in, right in. All right, all right, all right, all right. Listen, we're going to pray prayer. And this prayer, the Bible says, if you believe with your heart, you will be saved. If you believe that Jesus is Lord, in your heart, confess it with your mouth, believe it in your heart that he is Lord, you will be saved. Is that simple. So yeah, I'm just going to ask you a quick question. Do you believe? And it's that simple. You have now been accepted into the kingdom of heaven. Give it up right now. But I would love to pray for you. So with eyes closed, and if there's leaders around, can you start to put hands on these people? because the laying of hands is very powerful. Father, right now, we thank you for each and every decision made here tonight. Father, we thank you for their heart, Father God. And right now, we pray for a heart transformation, Lord. And we just pray for healing, Father God, if there is any place that needs healing right now, Father God. We thank you that you will invade them. And Father, as they leave this place, Father God, I pray, Lord, that they take you with them wherever they go. I pray, Father God, they will not be ashamed, Father God, that they will be so in love with you as you are with them. And everybody said? amen amen give it up give it up give it up all right now we're not done AJ where are you at I need AJ oh there he's right there hey AJ AJ wants to take you somewhere and give you a bit of a gift so if you all follow AJ that would be amazing if you lead that way can you give it up to them as they go champion on our brothers and sisters Come on, you can do better than that. The Bible says there is a party in heaven. There is a party in heaven for every decision that is made. Woo! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Something's about to happen, and I'm not going to leave. That's someone else's.